Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Hyperspace Chats, our secondary podcast where you can find our off-the-cuff thoughts about Star Wars while we're on the road. So sit back, find your co-pilot, and get ready to make the jump to light speed. Alright, so it's Nate again today, uh, and I kind of just wanted to talk to you guys. Uh, I've noticed that we've been getting a lot of love in the feed. Uh, I got a lot of getting a lot of applause on our episodes, which I, we definitely appreciate. Um, but I kind of just want to hear more from you guys. Uh, I, I imagine Anthony does as well, but I'm speaking, you know, for both of us at this point. Um, really, just wanted, wanting to hear more. Uh, the thing with Anchor that I've found is that it's not so easy. That, or I just don't know where to look to find more interaction with the people who are listening, you guys. Um, so something I've been thinking about recently is maybe starting a Facebook page or a Discord group to kind of get more of a community going or kind of have a place for all of us to talk, share our Star Wars memes, thoughts, theories, things like that. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed our last episode where we got really, really into hypotheticals for episode nine. I, I just listened to it again the other day and um, I was just sitting there laughing with how excited we were getting. And I honestly, I was getting goosebumps listening to it again because I'm like, man, what if some of this is true? Um, but definitely, if you guys enjoy the show, if you guys are enjoying the content that we're giving you guys, please let us know. Uh, make sure to leave a review on iTunes if that's what you're using. If not, hit us up on Twitter at Hello There Podcast. Um, if it's not that, it's Hello There Pod, but I'm pretty sure it's Hello There Podcast on Twitter. Um, but also, if you guys would like to have a little group put together, if you want us to make a Facebook page, a Discord, or both, let us know there too, because I really would like to get to talking to you guys. And, and maybe when we do our book reviews, we can do it kind of as a group, and all of us can read it together and you know have a place to share our thoughts. That's something that I'm excited to think about and something that I hope you guys would, would enjoy. So there's not a whole lot that I kind of have to talk today. I'm pretty much just going to ramble. I've got a couple things that uh, I want to talk about, but besides that, I really just kind of wanted to put this out there to get a conversation started of if you guys want us to kind of group up together more and kind of have a place for all of us to, to talk, you know what I mean? Um, but one thing I've, I've been thinking about recently, I know we've talked about this before, but uh, is video games. Um, I'm really kind of debating on what Star Wars video game is my, you know, absolute favorite. Uh, I was listening to, uh, I believe it was a podcast called Leaderboard by the guys over at OK Beast. Um, they were, they have this podcast called Leaderboard where they, each episode is a top 10 of something. And so the last episode I listened to was a top 10 snow levels and games. And one of the ones that ended up making the list was the Battle of Hoth from Shadows of the Empire. And it got me thinking, I was like, oh man, I do remember that game, but what's my actual favorite Star Wars game? Right off the bat, I want to say Force Unleashed. And it might be because it is a complete package. It's a super fun sandbox to get into. Story's fantastic. Um, but honestly, I really don't know. Uh, I know I really, really enjoyed Rogue Squadron when uh, when it came out. I definitely enjoyed more the, the GameCube and PS2 versions. I love the N64. I played a lot of it. But in terms of like technology, I think the Rogue Squadron 2 and 3 are better. 
those are the ones I've spent, I, I know for a fact I've spent a lot of time in, but it makes you kind of think, up until now with Battlefront, the first Battlefront, we haven't had a consistent, like, Star Wars formula when it comes to games. You know, we've had different takes, you have, of course, the original Battlefront games, which they kind of sort of replicate in the newer ones, but you also have, like, your just standoff story ones, like you had Clone Wars, uh, and then you had um, uh, Republic Commando, which is probably one of one of the best ones, uh, just in terms of it being like a darker story. It's a first-person shooter set with the clones, uh, but I don't know. Like, I'm really excited to see what... Oh, I forgot what they what it was called. The new Respawn title. I'm excited to see what it's going to be. But uh, I remember thinking back to the 1313 gameplay that they finally revealed after it was canceled years later. And I was like, oh, like this would have been awesome. Something set in the dirty, like, underground parts of Coruscant. That would have been fantastic. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I really looking back on it, find it interesting the way that Star Wars games have come out ever since the, I mean, ever since they started coming out. You know, you had that uh, arcade game, the X-Wing arcade game, that I I played a long time ago when I was a kid. I remember finding the arcade cabinet and I was like, this is so cool! Uh, And then you had, of course, TIE Fighter and you had, of course, the uh, SNES and the NES games and things like that. But there's never been a consistent thing. There's always been like someone trying to, which is fantastic, but like there's no clear trajectory when you look back on the games that we've had. And of course, I can't forget about uh, Knights of the Old Republic, which at the time I wasn't a big RPG person, so I didn't really play a whole lot of it. I did end up later on down the line, but uh, and you had Star Wars Galaxies. There's just there's so so many, but it's just funny to look back and see that there's never been a clear trajectory on these games. So it's like. I can't think of a more, like, hodgepodge collection of games than Star Wars games that have been released up until this point. Um, But, like I said at the top of the show, that was definitely more of a ramble. Um, What are your guys' favorite Star Wars games? I'd love to know. Uh, You can do it any of those ways. When you leave a review, you can say what your favorite Star Wars game is, or you can hit us up on Twitter and let us know there. Um, So, yeah, I'm excited to see. I think it's, like, Jedi something is what the new Respawn game is about. I'm really excited to see what that is. But besides that, I've been, you know, continuing with my Clone Wars rewatch. I've been watching the Ryloth arc at the top, at the end of season one. And um, just quality, still just quality. Uh, The only bump that I've hit, and I said it last episode, was that Downfall of a Droid episode, which I think was just a rushed out episode. That episode, in general, isn't good, in my opinion, but technically, is just bad as well. Like, it just doesn't look like a well-produced episode. Uh, but I really, 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 really want to finish and watch Rebels, so I think I'm going to do that when I get done watching this Ryloth arc and kind of try to make my way through the Rebels because it's been killing me, and I know it's been killing Anthony for sure because I can hear it in his voice, of wanting to talk about things that I don't know yet because I haven't been able to see it. Um, but... I am excited, however, for the home release of Solo, and uh, hopefully 
will be hopefully we'll have an episode coming out around the time that it comes out uh, on on release that we can talk about it, maybe cover some deleted scenes. Um, I'm excited to see what the production was for that movie, like because I know it went through production hell with the change up of directors. So I wonder if they're going to talk about that in the deleted, not the deleted scenes, the like featurettes. You know, uh, I actually kind of want to sit down and listen to the commentary track for Solo. I actually, I need to do that at some point for the rest of the Star Wars movies, but I actually have never listened to the commentary track for any of the movies. Uh, But Solo in particular, I'm excited to hear because I want to hear the director, I want to hear Ron Howard, and I want to hear if um, Aldridge and any other cast that's on there, I want to hear what their take was while they were, you know, making the movie and see kind of where their heads were at and see kind of what ideas they, they may have because Solo really kind of is an enigma. Um, a lot of people don't like it, and I can see why. It does feel, at times, kind of ham-fisted. Um, kind of like, hey, let's tell this story. And I, in some ways, it doesn't click. It does feel like its own movie. But in also some ways, it is Star Wars. It is, you know, the movie we know. But I think the reason I think that is just because... Uh, even with the different directors we've had, with like JJ and Ryan Johnson, Star Wars has had this specific look in it that looks like Star Wars. And with Ron Howard's style, it doesn't feel like a Star Wars movie. It feels like a movie that has Star Wars elements, and that's just my personal opinion. I think Anthony probably disagrees with me on that. But I thought it was still a good movie. I thought it was still a fun movie. There's a lot of things that happened in it that I was like, what is going on? You know... So I'm excited to hear the the commentary track for Solo and kind of see what everyone else's take on it, you know, at least in terms of... So like I said, uh, hopefully around the time it comes out on home release, uh, we'll we'll cover it on an episode. Uh, Depending on my financial situation, I I, I really plan on picking it up when it comes out, but, you know, I may may not be able to, so that may determine on, on when we get that done, but... Um, so yeah, kind of going back to what I talked about at the beginning of like getting people together and maybe doing a book club. Um, what books would you like to hear us cover? Uh, hear us read or cover? Would you like us to take a like a deeper dive into some of the Legends novels? Um, would you like us to kind of continue on our track with the more canonical novels? Uh, I know that the next one I'm interested in for sure is Dark Disciple. Um, because I love Asajj Ventress. Well, love, you know, I really enjoy the character, and uh, I kind of want to see this character in a different light that this book is planning on. I loved her arc in Clone Wars. I liked how she started out as as basically Dooku's pawn, you know, and then she really kind of came into her own as a character. And I thought that was really cool when they finished that out with Clone Wars. And I actually, I don't remember if they finished her story in the run that they had. Like, I, I'm not sure. She may have a bigger part in season six. Um, I'm not really sure about that. But like I said, if there's another book that you guys want us to cover you know, before that, let us know and we'll, we'll take a look at it. And uh, I'm pretty sure all of them are available on Audible, which is how me and Anthony have been con- consuming them. But yeah, if there's anyone in particular that you want us to take a look at, let us know, and we'll definitely take a look at it. Uh, like I said, Dark Disciple looks super cool. Um, 
I could not get into Leia's novel. I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head. I know Anthony either finished it or got most of the way through it, but I actually gave it back to Audible because I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I didn't have patience for it. I was just like, I'm not getting into this, and I didn't want to make myself read something that I wasn't going to enjoy. And so um, I think it's Bloodline. Yeah, Bloodline, is that, that's what it was called. But let's see. Let's see what else we got. I guess I can expand on what I was talking about with Anthony last episode. So, I I don't know if I have said this, but in the Star Wars fandom, you know that, you know, different people are good at different pieces of knowledge. And there's a lot of people that are well-rounded. For me, expanded lore stuff, I kind of know. Like, I know, I don't know specific characters. I can probably see by their pictures. I'll know who they are. But for me, the thing that I always gravitated to and the thing that I always was interested in was the, like, more technical side of Star Wars uh, in the universe. Like, the weapons, the technology, the lightsabers in particular. I have always been fascinated by um, the different styles of, of hilts and I've always been fascinated to know whose lightsaber was whose and the history behind them has always been cool and fascinating to me which transfers over to my love of the the real life saber community you know I love browsing ultra sabers and saber forge um, I love like I, I really want to get a Saber Forge Saber. I just haven't had the money to to drop on it. You know what I mean? Because they're very they're very expensive, but they're also very cool, very detailed, very well put together collectors' items or uh, tools. Because I know people, excuse me, I know people actually duel with them, which you can do, which is awesome. But I'm really curious what Ray is going to do for her lightsaber. Um, I think a lot of people think, like Anthony said, that she's going to go with a more staff-style saber. I really don't. Um, I think she is going to go with a traditional-type saber. I just wonder if the... Not necessarily Ray, I guess the production designers or JJ. I wonder if they're going to go with a completely brand-new design or are they going to take inspiration from somewhere else? You know, um, like... Like I said last episode... A lot of the sabers we've seen, because we first saw something similar to it in the original trilogy, the ones we saw in the prequels, except for you know the uh, the other Jedi like Ki Mundi and Kit Fisto and things like that, and Mace Windu, um, we saw like prototype versions of the ones that would be in uh, the you know four, five, and six. So like prime example being Anakin's first lightsaber in Attack of the Clones. It is a base model of what uh, Darth Vader's lightsaber would be. Like, they look identical. They have the same kind of style emitter. Um, they have the same kind of style body with the grips. And then, of course, you have uh, Anakin's lightsaber in Revenge of the Sith. Looks almost identical to the one that Luke gets because that's what they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be identical. Of course, you've got some different changes uh in the Graflex saber, I, like, you know, in Revenge of the Sith, he's got the chip on the activation switch instead of a bubble strip. And that stuff like that always fascinated me in terms of, like, the reason why the, uh, the Graflex or Luke saber looks different in uh, Empire than it did in 
A New Hope is because in A New Hope, they couldn't get the rubber grips to stay on the lightsaber, so they bolted them down. And that's why he's got the bolts on the grips in Episode 5. So stuff like that has always fascinated me, the more technical side than the lore. So I really, really wonder if they're going to make their own design or if they're going to take, you know, um, take inspiration from sabers we've seen before. I definitely don't think that we're going to get another Graflex saber with rays. Um, but what excites me is what Kylo's lightsaber became. And what was even cooler is when you see in the flashback scene in uh, Last Jedi that Kylo's broadsword lightsaber that current that he has was originally just his lightsaber that he was training with to be a Jedi. He just basically painted it black. It looks super raw. Like, it, it adds more character. Knowing what happened in, in The Last Jedi and that flashback adds more character to his, his you know, Sith saber he basically just added on to it like it had he tried to make it so powerful that he had to add the port exhaust ports to it so the power can can be redirected stuff like that i find so fascinating and so cool so kylo's saber is a very cool well-designed saber um so yeah but there is also a chance that they're gonna get really creative with ray you know are they gonna give her like i can't think of the their baton that i know that they're the someone's had them before, but they're baton-type sabers. I, d- I don't think so, you know. Um, I really don't know. I'm really excited to see what we end up seeing from Episode Nine and when we'll see something, because that will calm my brain down, and I can stop rambling to you guys about stuff that I have no idea about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um off the top of my head, I don't think so, but my last question for you guys is kind of a, a, a rehash of, of last week's episode again, um, but who do you think is, is uh, who do you think uh, Mary slash Dominic and, um, oh man, I am, I am brain farting on his name right now, um, from Doctor Who, the people who we just talked about last episode. Who do you think they are going to be playing? Do you think that our predictions were spot on? Do you think that um, Matt Smith, that's his name, is he playing a First Order character? Is Dominic playing a Alliance character? You know, what do you think? Who do you think they are? Do you think they are important to the overall lore, or are they just characters like we had with um, Benicio Del Toro and the stupid stutter he had? Which, that, that bugs me. That really still does bug me. I, I, he was a cool character, but if you're casting Benicio Del Toro in a Star Wars movie, give him a super cool role, role or a very important role like the Collector in the Marvel movies. Don't give him this, like, scumbag stuttering guy that's like, well, hey, you know, they pay more. Don't do that. Like, don't, don't cast these really great actors and put them in bad roles like that. And I don't think JJ's going to do that. I think he's going to have a lot more care too, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, again, main point of this episode is let us know if you want more interaction with us. Uh, I think that'd be great. I think it'd be great to, you know, get to know your guys' thoughts on, on Star Wars, your takes on things, you know, have a nice little community that we can just talk and like share all these ideas with. And, um, you know, I built a friendship with Anthony from from video games but also we found our love of star wars together and 
you know, that's kind of went from there. We made this podcast. So, uh, you know, you know, maybe, maybe all of us can be friends. You know what I mean? Uh, have like-minded people share, you know, our thoughts and things like that. But, uh, yeah, if you, if you guys are enjoying the show, uh, please do us a favor and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. That would definitely, uh, get us more information on in terms of how many people are listening, who's listening, you know, uh, are you liking the show? Um, keep applauding us on, on Anchor as well. We see those. Uh, we've gotten a lot of applauses on the show, and that's that's great. That's fantastic. I'm really enjoying the numbers that we've had and the amount of people that are listening. But, yeah, just let us know. Hit us up on our email. Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, if you want us to make a Facebook page, we'll do that. We can all get together and talk there. So uh, I'm going to get off here pretty soon so I can stop rambling and, and making all of your you know ears bleed with my incessant talking, which I tend to do, but hey, that's why I podcast, so I can have an avenue to annoy someone else besides my wife, (laughs) so yeah, this is going to be, this is going to be the end of another hyperspace chat, I hope you enjoy, I hope you guys enjoyed the ride through hyperspace, and uh, we're coming out of light speed now, so I'll catch you guys on the next one, you're a bold one, General Kenobi. I think that's right.